Well, well, well. Good morning to everyone listening to me this morning. Good morning to the Lighthouse Church family. Good morning to the listeners outside of the circles of Lighthouse. You are welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. So today we are looking at the life of faith. So normally when we speak about faith, uh, we have a tendency of speaking about faith in terms of uh, you know, trusting God for a particular thing. Uh, it could be we are trusting God for our provision. It could be we are trusting God for healing. And we normally say, I need faith for this particular thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But today will just be a bit broader because today we are looking at a life of faith. Uh, so it's, it's the whole life. It's the way we live our lives as Christians. Now, faith itself is one of the important elements of our journey with God. It's one of the fundamentals. It's a fundamental element that we all need to, to learn about and just to learn to live our lives by faith, in faith, with God. And Second Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verse 21, says the following. It says, God made, him, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now, for us who believe, there are a lot of terms in the Bible that are imputed on us. Uh, we are the sons of God. But one of the things, as we see from the book of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, is that Jesus died for us, took the sins away. And when he took the sins away, he set us free from the shackles of sin. And then the Bible says, we have been declared the righteousness of God. So as you listen to me this morning, you are the righteousness of God. And sometimes, friends, it's hard to believe that. But it's in the Bible. It's in the word of God. God declared it. You are the righteousness of God. And it's important for us, friends, to believe that. We are the righteousness of God. Now, friends, if we are the righteousness of God, God has prescribed a certain life. For you and me. In other words, there's a certain life that we need to live as the righteousness of God. And that life is the life of faith. And Romans chapter 1, verse 17 gives testimony to that. It says the following For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. A righteous righteousness that is by faith from first last. So friends, God gives us a gift when we uh, when the, when we hear the word of God and the Holy Spirit moves. It touches us in such a way that we are faith that we put in Jesus to say he can save me. So that faith is revealed through the word of God and we put that faith back into him to say he can save me and then he saves us. But then the Bible goes on to say just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. So when we give our lives to God and we put our lives in him, righteousness is revealed, we receive it, and we are declared to be the righteousness of God. And then God goes on to prescribe a life for us. And that life, he says, the righteous will live by faith. 
Praise God. And Galatians chapter 3 verse 11 also gives witness to what Romans is saying. It says clearly no one who relies on the law is justified before God. And it says this, the righteous will live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 also gives, says amen to that. In verse 38 it says, and but my righteous one will live by faith. Let me read that again. Verse 38. And, but my righteous one will live by faith. And it says, I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Praise God. So when we give our lives to God, we are declared the righteousness of God. And God wants us to move forward in living the life by faith. And he says, I do not take pleasure in the people that shrink back. So your journey, my journey, uh, the instruction, friends, is for us to march forward. And we march forward in faith and live that life by faith. Praise God. So we see that we have been declared the righteousness, uh, the righteousness of God, but we also see that there's a life that is prescribed for us. And that life is the life that has to be lived by faith. Praise God. Now, friends, if we are to live by faith, then we have to know what faith is and how faith comes so that we can live as God would want us to live our lives. Praise God. Now, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, the Bible says following. It says, now faith is confidence. So we look at what faith is. It says, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now, recently we went on holiday and uh, 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 a wise man, you know, made arrangements for us to go on holiday. And then after, made ar- after making arrangements, uh, I get the details. So I get the details. Uh, he WhatsApp me the details uh, of, of, of the arrangements. And so we take off and we're on holiday. I've never been to this place. I've never seen the place that he has booked for us. I've never seen the place before. But what I have with me is the confirmation. That's my confidence that I'll take my family. We will arrive there. We will not sleep outside because I have a confirmation of what I haven't said. So I've got a confirmation on my phone, uh, in PDF, on WhatsApp, all the details. So we get there with my family and I go to the reception and I say to them, I'm here. Uh, we are on holiday and we are going to be here for such and such days. And they say, okay, give us the confirmation. And I show them the confirmation and then they say, you are living in room number eight. So that was the confirmation of the things that I did not see. So the Bible says, now faith is the confidence in what we hope for. So when we left with my family, I hoped that we will live there, enjoy the place, enjoy the meals and enjoy the holiday. Why? At the confirmation. And it says we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So me and my family at that assurance that when we get there, we'll be able to enjoy what is said in that promise. Praise God. So faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Praise God. Romans chapter 10, verse 11, the Bible says the following. It says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So we we now know that uh, faith is confidence in what we hope for 
and assurance about the things that we haven't seen yet. And then Romans chapter 10 verse 17, it tells us how faith comes to us. It says faith comes from hearing the word of God and the message is heard about Christ. The other version says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's like we hear the word and we have something that is plugged in our ears and which is again the word of God and it helps us to balance what we are hearing and then faith comes to us. Praise the name of God. Now friends, I want to try by all means to stick to what I put on my notes, which is when we read the word of God and believe and hold on to the word of God as a confirmation, just as I did with my family when we traveled to the drunk, drunken speck, I had the confirmation. So if I arrived there without showing them the confirmation from them that we have reserved at the place for you, they are probably not going to allow us to get into the venue, but because we are the confirmation. So friends, when we read the word of God and believe and hold on to the word of God as a confirmation. Now remember, faith is not something that we switch on and off. We hear the word of God on Sunday. We read the word of God. So if we read the word of God about love and we put our confidence in that, friends, that is faith. So I'm not talking about the faith that we uh, you know, when we want things from God, I'm talking about living a life of faith because friends, even walking in forgiveness, walking in love, it requires faith from the word of God. Yesterday I was reading first Corinthians about love and, you know, and, and just looking at some of the things that I'm going through in my own life. And I'm like, God, help me here to love, to forgive because I say it in the word and I need to live a life of faith. By doing what the word of God is saying. So I'm not talking about the kind of faith that we uh, uh, employ when we, uh, when we want something from God. I'm talking about living a life of faith. Praise God. So friends, faith comes by hearing. We have seen that. And we need the word of God. Now friends, the word of God uh, comes to us. Uh, we are privileged, in fact, uh, in the New Testament, in the New Covenant. Because we have the Bible, we have the written word of God. Uh, if you check in the Old Testament and we'll look at some of those scriptures, when we look at the life of Abraham, uh, Abraham received words, promises, but he did not have the written scripture. He did not have the Bible to get the word from. But he heard God speak to him, as we will see in the word of God. We are so privileged in the sense that we have the Bible. And when we read the Bible, we are able to get faith. From the word of God. But God is so gracious to us that he has also given us the Holy Spirit. God speaks to us when people preach to us. Uh, God uh, speaks to us. He gives us his word uh, when we receive the word of prophecy, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. But all these things, friends, the Holy Spirit speaking to us, prophecy, the word of knowledge, we still have the responsibility to balance it with the written word. That's a topic for another day. Praise God. Now, because of time, friends, I want us to go to the life of Abraham and just see if we can learn some of the lessons from his life. Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, the Bible, uh, in fact, verse 1 to 4, the Bible says the following. The Lord had said to Abraham. So Abraham is hearing. Now, God is saying to Abraham and uh, Abraham is hearing the word. 
and it says, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. You haven't, this, you haven't seen this land. You've never been there, but I want you to go there. In verse 2, I will make you into a great nation. Now, into a great nation in the place that he has never seen. And I will bless you in this place that he has never seen. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Praise God. In verse 3, it says the following. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. Now, this is a promise. Go to this place and I'll do all these things in this place that you have never seen. And in verse 4, the Bible says, So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. And Lord went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Aram. So here we see, friends, Abraham received a direct word from God. It's a promise of greatness. It's a promise of blessings in the place that he has never seen. And in verse 4, friends, we see that Abraham clearly believed this word that came to him. And how do we know that? Because in verse 4, the Bible says, Abraham acted on that word and he went. Praise God. And James, friends, uh, James chapter 2, verse 18, it talks about faith and actions. So, friends, we express our faith in God by acting on what God is telling us. And that is faith. Because sometimes, friends, we might be uh, trusting God for, for a job or a provision. And God might put a word in us to say, do this and do this. And in our minds, you know, it's not connected with what we are believing God for. And sometimes we disobey. And when we do that, friends, we lose the very blessing that God would have given to us because we did not do what God said we should do. So, friends, a life of faith is not a life where we switch on what we call faith when we want something from God. And, you know, a life of faith is living our lives in obedience to the word of God. And when we live our lives like that, our obedience will produce the results that we never thought we would see in our lives. Praise God. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 10. Now, friends, Abraham receives the word. He receives the promise of greatness. He receives uh, the promise of blessings. But the life of, uh, of faith, friends, uh, it's a journey with God. Because as you will see, even Abraham's faith was not a perfect faith. It's something that he needed to grow into as he walked with God. So in Genesis chapter 12, verse 10, verse 12, 15, and 17, because of time, I might not read everything. It says, now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. In verse 11, as he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife, then they will kill me. But we'll let you leave. In verse 15, and when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. In verse 16, he treated Abraham well for a sake. And Abraham was acquired ship, Abraham acquired ship and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants and camels. In verse, verse, verse 17, but the Lord inflicted serious disease on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife. Now, friends. Abraham has a word from God. It's a word of promise from God.
blessings and greatness. And one would have expected that this man would believe God for his safety. One would, have, one would expect that Abraham would live you know, his life believing that God has got my back. But as we see here, Abraham was not truthful at this particular time. His faith, his faith was shaking at this particular moment. You go to Genesis chapter 15, you also see there's a promise of the offspring there. Uh, God gives him a promise. But as you read uh, in Genesis chapter 16, verse 3, the Bible says, So far Abraham had been living in Canaan 10 years. Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian slave, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. Now, God promises him a son. In chapter 16, we see the wife is now making a plan. And you say, hold on, these guys have a promise. And she brings the servant to Abraham and she says to him, sleep with the servant so that we can build a life through the servant. So in the face of the promise of the, of, of the offspring, the, t- the two of them still comes up with the plan. And one is like, but wait a minute, you have a promise from God. But they came up with their own plan. In chapter 17, verse 15 to 19, the Bible says, God also said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and I will surely give you a son by her. That's another promise, friends. But again, as we see, uh, as we read the scripture, the Bible says there was a time that actually Sarai laughed. And she said, I'm old my master is old. How is this even possible? So friends, the message to us is that the life of, of faith, living by faith, is not a perfect life at times. Sometimes we stumble. Sometimes we drop the promise. Sometimes we drop the word of God. Sometimes we want to do it ourselves. But like Abraham, I want to encourage you, friends, we must keep walking. Because in Hebrews chapter 11 uh, verse 8 to 11, the Bible says the following. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Verse 19. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents and as did Isaac and Jacob who were heirs with him. Of the same promise, verse 10, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations, with architect and builder is God. Verse 11, and by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the, the promise. So friends, if you look at this summary, it doesn't factor in that there were times when they were shaking in their faith. God is so gracious that the conclusion is that by faith, by faith. So the question for you and me, friends, is what will be the conclusion of my life, your life, your story, my story? And the encouragement, friends, is to keep walking, is to keep walking. Remember, the Bible says God keeps no record of our falling. God keeps no record of our wrong. And God wants us to reach, you know, the finishing line so that the summary of our lives 
will be that by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. And that should be the end of our story, friends. God bless you and I encourage you to live the life by faith because you have been declared to be the righteousness of God. God bless you and have a lovely week.